You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number 16 with Carrie Murphy, CEO and founder of Inspired Living. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership, tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Me. Hello, She Leaders. It's Heather Simpson. Excited to be here with you today. Hey, we are third week into the new year. Isn't that crazy? Time is flying by. It is the 24th of January today. The month is almost over. And I wanted to talk a little bit this morning before I introduce you to our guest today about a quote that we posted on our social media this week. Every Monday, if you follow us on social on either Instagram or Facebook, you notice that we do like a little Monday motivational post. And while a lot of them gained some traction, this one by far gained the most amount of shares, the most amount of engagement, the most amount of direct messages that we've had to date. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. I was looking at what we posted, which is this. When you focus on you, you grow. When you focus on problems and negativity, that grows. Read that again. Okay, so that resonated with so many of you. We heard stories, we heard challenges, we heard things that had kind of started to consume people's lives, but then with the mindset shift that that created for people, it opened up this new door and this new possibility. And I think by this time, a lot of what we set for ourselves in the new year, we feel like we let ourselves down and that we missed some expectations of ourselves. By now, we would have dropped a few pounds. We would have done this. We would have maintained this perfect schedule. We would have maintained our health and wellness. We would have maintained the business goals and aspirations. But then life starts to happen and the idea of perfection gets in the way. And so it, it turns into this all or nothing type of situation. And I think about this time of the of the month, we all start to get kind of down. We start to kind of reflect on like, oh man, like I did it again. I quit on myself. I stopped doing what I said I was going to set out to do. And maybe that's not you. Maybe you are starting the year really strong. But one of the biggest feedbacks that I got from this meme that we posted was that that was true, that people were so down on themselves from these expectations of perfection that they had for this new year, this fresh start, that they really had to reframe the mind and start looking at the positive things and start looking at their individual growth as opposed to all of the things that aren't happening for them or all of the things that aren't working out for them. And let me tell you, I mean, my life has its fair share of challenges and there are times where I have to kick myself in the butt or my partner has to kick kick me in the butt because we have to keep each other accountable to not wallow in the negativity that can consume our lives. 
And it's sometimes becomes easy to do that. But when we reshift and we rethink what's actually happening in our lives and focusing on ourselves and focusing on our relationships and our relationship with ourself and our health, which encompasses mental, physical, and emotional, we change the game. We start to think about things differently and we have that shift that even though the hard things are still hard, we stop focusing on them and we stop giving energy to it, right? A couple of episodes ago, we talked about that transfer of energy that we've learned in science class that energy is transferable, both positive and negative alike. So really focusing on what you can do, what you can take control of, and working on your self and growing in that way, then magical things happen. Inspiring things happen. You start to feel more in control of your life and it becomes a really amazing experience. And I love this quote from Jim Jim Rohn. It says, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. So even just reshifting, reframing, focusing on yourself magical things can happen. Speaking of working on ourselves, we have our upcoming event here in March in downtown Seattle, and we are so thrilled and excited. Each week, we've been introducing you to our keynote speakers that we have, and this week, I'm very excited to introduce to you Carrie Murphy, who is the CEO and founder of her own company called Inspired Living. Carrie is so amazing. Let me just tell you, I know that I've been saying that about each one of our speakers, but it's true. They're all three amazing, incredible women on very different journeys, on very different aspects and things that they bring to the table. And they are incredible. And Carrie is no different. Carrie has such a wide variety and such a fascinating background in her careers. This is her third business that she's owned. So talk about somebody that has so much experience under her belt of running different companies in different industries. She's She owned a model and talent agency. She's been a host on various different TV networks, including MTV. She's been on red carpets. She's been all over and now has a fabulous focus on her company called Inspired Living, which she's going to tell you more about today. She's also going to share with you a bit about what she'll be sharing with us in person at our event March 14th and 15th in Seattle. Our early bird pricing is still available for you at the time of this recording. I don't want you guys to miss out on that. If you've been waiting for whatever reason, now is the time to register those tickets. And I really, really encourage you to check out our website, to check out all the information that we have there, and to get to know your speakers. Hopefully you've been listening to these episodes and getting to know them more. Also, go read about them. Go Google them. There are so many incredible things out there. And then go also check out our social media pages. On Facebook, we have different various things of our speakers, and we've been putting out speaker spotlights and um, different little videos, different little clips, different things about them. And we really want you to get to know who's going to be on the stage with me in March. I'm really excited that you've joined me today for this interview with Carrie Murphy. Carrie Murphy, how are you today? 
I am good, Miss Heather. It is actually a little rainy today, it? but it's okay. Really? It's all right. It's a beautiful day, regardless. We are having sunshine here up in the Pacific Northwest, so we're, <laughs> we've totally swapped. <laughs> we flipped. It's all right. It makes me feel like home, being that I'm from the Northwest, yes. you know? <laughs> I am so thrilled to have you here, so thrilled to have you on the stage in March, and I'm just so thrilled to introduce our audience to you. I met you about a year and a half ago, right? A year and a half, about, I think-ish, somewhere ish? around I there. I think that's about right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I instantly really connected and felt your authenticity and your vibe and have obviously followed you and your work ever since. And so I'd love for you to kind of take a moment to introduce yourself to our audience and share with us a bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Oh, well, thank you again, Heather. I can't wait to join you in March. And you know, when I first met you, you know, it was just kind of like that instant girl love. You just have this beautiful energy. And I feel like we're in this place right now where collaboration is so important. And when you find those, you know, like-minded souls and sisters to just really connect, realizing that there's such abundance in, you know, the world and on the planet and there's enough for all of us. So I just want to, first of all, just recognize that in you and, mm -hmm. and say, you know, thank you for bringing me into your community. And, um, you know, it's, it's so hard to wrap up like who you are in, <laughs> in a podcast like this. But what I will say is that, you know, growing up in Portland, I was always the person who would, would seek the best in people. And, you know, sometimes that served me. <laughs> sometimes it didn't. Um, I've learned you can't change people who don't want to change. And I think that's why I really love what I do now. You know, growing up, I always had an affinity um, of the camera and being a performer and entertainer. We have a lot of music and entertainment in my family. And so that was something that was just always a draw to me. And so, you know, growing up, I was probably like any other kid, you dance, you sing, you know, you're doing other stuff. But I, I remember at 11 and, I, and it's so funny because who doesn't remember 11? I mean, good Lord almighty, could you be any more awkward, right? <laughs> And after like begging my mom for years to put me in this local little modeling and acting school, she puts me in at 11, probably thought, oh my gosh, of all the time, like she needs it now. <laughs> let's, let's build that confidence because I was like so many other girls. I was an awkward kid, you know, it was, you know, the 80s, Had you know, a bad perm like everyone else. And, um, but, but I will tell you, Heather, that I just, I fell in love. I fell in love with being on camera, with, I can't explain it, just being able to present yourself and, and put yourself out there. And even though it was very scary, it was a scary then, it's scary now, you know, I've figured out through my adult life, this is my third, Inspired Living is my third company. I've been a kind of a serial entrepreneur. I'm a big dreamer, big thinker, and I love I love developing brands and people are brands. We're, we're walking brands of something, right? Whether it's a cause, a family, a belief, um, a product, a service. And so, I mean, I've been on camera my whole life. Um, my first business was interior design. And then that little agency, that little school I went through as a little girl, I, I actually ended up buying it oh, with wow. my mom Yep, when I was 27. We both put in $15,000 and at 27, I don't care who you are. That's a lot of money. Absolutely. And um, I always say, you know, thank the Lord for American Express. They don't, they don't give me credit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you know, I've, I've been that, like, I'm definitely a quick start. I have an idea and I jump mm -hmm. all in. I don't look back. And I think as an entrepreneur, that's just probably one of the values and attributes that most of us have is mm -hmm. we just, if we think too much, we don't do. Right. So, you know, I've now in, in this business, I ended up actually um, closing that business once the recession hit. It was the toughest and the most valuable lesson I, I could have ever had. So, you know, they say entrepreneurship is the greatest um, personal development journey you will ever undergo. And there's definitely no doubt about that. I moved out to LA. My whole family is up there in the Northwest. And, you know, I won't say I'm I'm the lone wolf or the black sheep because I very much, we're all very close and I feel very supported by them. But I definitely am the only one who doesn't live there. You know, I have a daughter but I have to follow my heart. And I have to say that is probably why this business inspired living that I have now is not only so successful, but it just feels like an extension of who I am because this business leads primarily women entrepreneurs, although we do work with men too, really leading them to create these influential brands through trusting themselves, building the confidence they need, building that CEO muscle, creating the team and framework, all the things that I wish I had, honestly, Heather, when I had my first two other business, you know, it's like we do, we get our businesses so far just based on pure passion, right? And, and, and what know-how we have. And then you're going to get to some point in your life, whether you're working in the C-suite or you're owning your own business, that your own passion only gets you so far. And then that's where investing in yourself and building team and really staying clear on what you do best. And that is a lesson that I've learned over and over and over again. So, you know, the long and short of it is I'm an entrepreneur who loves to help people really shine on camera, off camera, trust themselves, believe in themselves, and then find a way to give back. I'm a, I'm a real firm believer in reciprocity. And, you know, the more you give, the more you get. And so a lot of the brands that we work with want to build social models. And, and what I mean by that is models that actually have a, a get give you know, component to them. And that's what inspired living means to me. Like that is what it is. Like we get to do what we do best and build these incredible businesses that give back to the community, to the world in some way or another. I love it. I love it so much. So talk to us a little bit about that transition time, just going, going back to your story and, and the journey a little bit. I just am imagining myself closing down a business, going through the recession, and then what prompts me to move to LA from Portland? Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? They say, you know, when a door shuts, a window opens. And sometimes when the door is shut and the window's opening, you just don't even turn your head to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're so focused on the closed door that you don't realize the, the bay of windows that is opening up beside you. And so that year, which was 2008, I'm sure we can all go back to that wonderful time. And, um, so I, I knew that the agency was experiencing difficulties. You know, I hadn't taken a paycheck myself for over a year. Thank the Lord. I was actually a spokesperson for a tea time. Yes, a golf tea time website for many years. And so that really allowed me to pull some sort of income. Um, and I just, you know, Heather, I, I was I was getting to that place where I was starting to panic. Um, I had built an incredible business. It grew over 500% from the time I bought it to that time. That was five years. We went from, I think, maybe representing 50 kids to over 300 adults, kids, teens. Like it was, a, it was really spectacular. It was amazing. And so as I'm doing this, 
Um, like so many entrepreneurs that I meet, and I'm like, I do everything. So I sat on boards. I ran our local Miss America chapter in Portland, and I had coached a Miss America, our only Miss Oregon that went on to Miss America. And um, so to make a long story longer, I had out, I had these YouTube videos out there and I'm like, everyone, you have to be on YouTube. Where are people looking for you? And the golf channel reached out to me and said, Hey, we saw your blooper reel from this tea time website that you're working on. And we think you're really funny. Would you be interested in, you know, coming out and auditioning for this show? Now this was in April of 2008. I shut the agency in December. So go with me. It's actually a good story. So, so I'm like, (laughs) Of course, I think you're crazy. I don't golf, but they fly me out to Florida. I actually get the job, even more crazy. <laughs> and and while I'm shooting that reality show, MTV calls me and says, hey, we heard you coached in Miss America. We're coming to Portland. We're filming this show, Geek to Chic. And would you be interested in being one of the MTV made coaches? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. So Heather, like all this opportunity on the TV side, which is my true passion, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what? Right. Um, was happening. And here I was, right, staring at the closed door. Like, how do I make this agency work? How do I save it? What do I do? And so I was introduced um, by an agency up by you uh, to Jeff Probst, who, if you don't know, he is the host of Survivor. We had a quick phone call. He's like, I'm going to introduce you to my agent. Again, no intention of moving. Okay. This is just how like serendipity (laughs) it all was. And I'm like, well, I'm not moving to LA, but I'll meet with her. She signs me on the spot, one of the top agencies in Los Angeles, like to get a meeting is bananas. And I remember when I got back to Portland after that meeting, Jeff was like, so when are you moving to LA? And I'm like, I'm not, you know, the agent said she'll work with me um, and I can submit tape. And he's like, I give it three months. Well, it was almost exactly that amount of time that it took me to close the agency and move. Um, and so it was one of those just honest, it was, it was a God divine. I can't even, I, I can't make this up. Right. I just, right. I literally, everything is crashing. I short sold my home a few years prior to that. I had filed divorce. Like I was, I was beat up. I have to tell you, I lost everything that I thought was me. You know, when, when you create something in a small town and, and Portland was still, you know, and still is, you know, relatively small, um, I think sometimes, Heather, our businesses start becoming our identity. Mm-hmm. And when we lose them or something happens, we lose who we are. And I moved out to L.A. Like, I always wanted to be Mary Hart. So I'm like, this is my chance entertainment tonight, you know. And, <laughs> and I went out. Here I am, right? I've been an entrepreneur now for 10 years. I'm moving to L.A. in my early 30s. I might as well be 90. You know, it's like out here. <laughs> You're like, right. Shit, mm-hmm. right? So much and, competition. And it's just insane. And it's so funny. I was talking to someone about this earlier. Like no matter what you're doing in your life, you have to want it so badly that no matter what adversity comes up, you will keep going. And the entertainment industry of all industries, right, is notorious for just getting beat up and shallow and all of those things. But I booked a job on E! right away. I was booking red carpet, TV guide, and everything that I thought I wanted, it wasn't. Interesting. And yeah, like sometimes you think you want fame, you think you want this, and then you get there and you're like, huh, not as fulfilling as I thought. And so, what, sorry to pause there. Yeah. What, what, there was, was there like an aha moment or an experience or like how did you, I mean, jumping to inspired living today, that is truly, I think I heard you say, or, or I would say for just from the outside looking in, that looks like your purpose and your calling, like you are meant and created for that. How did you find that evolution of yourself? You are so talented. You're getting all these experiences and things. What 
transition happened? What was the moment where you realized that you weren't happy or that something better was to come for you? You know, my moment came after three hours in an audition room full of supermodels and Carrie in a bikini. I'm like, "Mm, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing right now with my life? I mean, mean, oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. And I don't care. I don't care what you look like. You get into a room full of other beautiful women. Come on, ladies. We know it. We give give our power to everyone else. And that who am I? Uh Oh, my Lord. And I remember now at this point, too, I had been traveling as a personal development trainer for a year. I had done a lot of personal development, Heather. And I will say for anyone, you know, anywhere in your life, like the more you grow within your mindset and your belief systems and all of that, the more you create. Right. And so that it was such a gift that I came out here and just happened to just get thrown into this whole personal development journey as well. So when that day came and I'm in this room thinking, you know, after two minutes auditioning for the spokesperson job where it was a $10,000 job, right? Which I thought was amazing. Now it's like, okay, how, how can we make that in a day? You know, and it, <laughs> it, it was just one of those epiphanies. And I'm like, I need to stop waiting for someone to validate what I want to do with my life. Mm, that's good. Like, how many of us need to stop waiting for someone to give us a golden ticket to do what we know we're here to do? And I'll tell you, Heather, that was my moment. And I remember Kevin Sorbo, Uh, He played Hercules for a long time, known actor. Um, He was a Facebook friend because he's a huge golfer, avid golfer. And I remember reaching out to him right after that interview. I was in tears, by the way. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. And I haven't auditioned since that day. Mm. Uh, And I reached out to Kevin. I'm like, hey, I'm launching this show. I had no idea, like Inspired Living Show. And I would love to interview you. And he said yes. And I'm like, great. And, you know, and that was, and it's just grown from there. And it's just been, you know, there is no perfect plan, but then I say everything is planned perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, I, I couldn't go back and it was actually 10 years ago that I moved out here and, and look back and go, gosh, I couldn't have planned that better. It just, it all, I had to trust. And I do have this, a very, um, connected, uh, vibration, you know, to God and, and the universe and trusting myself. Like I, I never doubted that there was something on the other side of, of losing, quote, everything, right? But I didn't know, like so many people, like there's no map. You don't wake up one day and get this, you know, road print, you know, road, is that even a word? Blueprint. <laughs> that says, here, just follow these steps and all should be appointed to you. So it's been this beautiful adventure, lots of highs and lows, but I will never forget. I was, um, I was just coming off the the coaching, the training, the NLP hypnosis, like personal development side of things. And people asked me if I coach and I'd be like, of course I do. Of course I do. Um, so I started off doing all this life coaching and quickly found myself a therapist. And I'm like, no, this is not, this is not supposed to be it. And um, I was in front of my computer, like so many of us are every day. And I was watching this really well-known coach on camera and it hit me like a mad truck. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I could teach people how to be authentic on camera because I I've trained actors my whole life. I've been one, I've been a host, right? I've done all this stuff, but it's really hard when someone has a message that is so important to them to share and a mission that they want to share and they have to be on camera and it's not their skill set. So how do you get someone to show up authentically and to get over the fear of being judged and being seen and what to say and how to say it? And I'll tell you, the minute I like stepped onto that role um, 
everything changed for me. Like the business, it, it, it doesn't triple, it doubles every year. We're growing faster than we could keep up sometimes because this piece is so, <laughs> so important. So let's talk about the event in March. You have all of this experience. You have all of these things that are in your background. You have so much wisdom to share. Would you mind giving us just like a little, a little nugget? Give us a little teaser of what we're going to be hearing from you on stage at the women's leadership event. I, okay, first of all, I'm so excited. I can't wait. And I'm going to be talking about like the secrets to becoming an industry influencer. Again, whether you are still in corporate and maybe you have a dream to start your own brand or business, or you have it right now, we hear this word influencer so much. However, whether you are, you know, a micro influencer within your niche, everyone is, everyone influences someone, right? And the more power and presence you have online, I hate to say it, but the quicker your business will grow. You know, I remember when I was with my agent and I was just hosting at the time and doing the TV stuff. And she said, Carrie, you know, you're competing with all of these people that are out of work because reality TV has come into play, you know, and you need to go out there and create a brand and come back to me because I can't market a no one for, for lack of a better word. She didn't actually say I was a no one, but you know, for, for just like, and, and as we look at our businesses and I know that the women I work with have this huge desire to serve and make a big difference and contribute greatly while they're here on this planet. You have to have a presence. You have to influence people. You have to be someone that someone can relate to, that they want to work with, that they trust. And so how do you do that? And that's exactly what I'm going to be sharing at your event. And I'm super excited about it because we have to own the fact that we're leaders. We have to own the fact that whether we're influencing our kids, our partner, our neighbor, our community, Ladies, we are all influencers. So what is the secret to really building that presence and building a community that will really build the platform for you to do what you're here on this earth to do? And that is what I'm sharing. I love it. And what a more perfect message to hear or, or the perfect person to hear it from than you because you are just so authentic and you really, I mean, you've got it figured out by business number three, you just rocking and rolling. And <laughs> the lobsters, <laughs> right? Third time's, third time's the winner. So I'm really excited to have us learn from you and just to hear you on stage and be able to connect our people with you afterwards. It's just going to be so incredible. So going back a little bit to your journey, you mentioned all of this personal growth and evolution that you've had to go through in that process. Have there been any specific books or specific resources that you've tapped into or have been key in that journey for you? Yes. I mean, there are so many books. If you could see my desk right now, actually, I have about four piled up. <laughs> but but looking at my bookcase right now, I would say, you know, I, I do love The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I've read that a couple times. The E-Myth Revisited. I love that book. Um, there is, I'm actually, um, Think and Grow Rich, of course, Good to Great. I mean, there's so many amazing books out there. And I find that I start to read one and then I jump over to another. <laughs> um, and th there's so many resources now too. But I want to say that one of the most pivotal points for me is when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter and I was out here on my own and, and you know, was kind of halfway into inspired living. And I met this woman and she was an intuitive coach, intuitive healer. And I didn't even think I needed one. I'm like, what is this? What do you do? And again, I, I grew up very spiritual. I, um, 
I did a lot of personal development work. I've done, kind of done the landmark thing. And Heather, investing in someone to really work with me on my ongoing mindset, um, understanding meditation and how important it is to create space and breathe. Like there is no book that had that sort of impact on me that she did. And, you know, I was a single mom for three and a half years running my business with no support. And I did it. You know, when I look back now being in partnership going, how did I do it? And so much of it is what we think about and who we surround ourselves with and understanding what triggers us and how to make a conscious decision to do something different. It's just, I will say like learning how to meditate, learning how to breathe and really trust, um, has been one of the greatest lessons of my life. And one that I have to go back and keep learning because it gets busy and I'll stop doing it for a while. And then I get frazzled and you know, yes, I love books, but for me just being still and finding time to breathe Mm -hmm. is one of the greatest things I think we can do for ourselves. We just got to quiet sometimes. There's got to be quiet so we can hear what we need to hear. Yeah. And it's a constant evolution of that and who you are in the future will, that will, that will look different, right? And how you approach that and how you go about that uh, uh, approach. I saw a really awesome quote today. I'm trying to recall who, who, who posted it, but it was, um, you can't watch somebody doing push-ups and expect to get the biceps right like you can't read (laughs) inspirational quote or something and not put in the work and actually do it right which is what you're talking about like actually applying those principles and methods and doing the internal work and creating a space for that so that you can be who you need to be for the time that you need to be in exactly I love how you said that it's so true and you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said, you know, I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for who I'm not. And I'm like, oh gosh, like, you know, just being in this place right now where of course I care what other people think about me, but I really don't, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm more committed to my work and really showing up authentically than I am about being light and more about being famous, more about any of that. And I think ladies, when we really understand who we are and we take space and we love all of it, you know, and again, it sounds so cliche, but we're all perfect and whole just the way we are. So mm-hmm. creating from that space instead of lack and broken and, you know, all this, all this other crap right. that's not true. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. We're all perfect and whole just how we are. I love that. So to wrap up for our listeners, since you are such an expert, would you <laughs> give us maybe your top three tips of advice for standing in your authenticity? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, I would say the first, first bit of advice is really understand like why you, you know, when, when we work with businesses, Heather, one of the first things I ask is, you know, tell me why I should work with you over someone else. There's so much competition in the world and yet there's so much abundance for all of us. And to truly be authentic requires you understanding and celebrating what makes you uniquely you. And it's really hard for a lot of women to be like, oh, but I don't want to brag. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. But if you don't stand in your power, I can't stand in it with you. And the way to be authentic is to be happy and at peace with all of it, right? So really taking time to go to say, you know, this is why I'm great. (laughs) This is what I do well. And hey, by the way, this is what I don't do well. And I love that side of me too. And I think it's just embracing the whole person and being authentic also is it's important to know who who your tribe is 
-hmm. You know, there's 4 billion people on YouTube every day. There's billions of people on Facebook. And I always say, if you try to reach everyone, you reach no one. Mm -hmm. And really getting clear on who you want to serve, why you want to serve, and then getting like speaking. I, I always say this is the million dollar takeaway. Just speak to that one person and be consistent with that message. And you will find that people really connect with you. And there's this authentic way of you showing up that is just magical because most people online don't do that. They don't know how to do that. They're just trying to show up in a way that everyone likes, quote unquote. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. so stop worrying about that and just be connected to that one person that you want to serve. And then so stop looking at what everyone else is doing. <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> Can we just stop trying to compare ourselves and be like, oh my gosh, they have more likes than me. Their website's prettier than me. You know, I can't do this. Look what they're doing. Like this comparison critic that is taking over is really hurting us and absolutely hurting our authenticity and how we show up because all we want to do is copy and paste what everyone else is doing. And then it just feels icky. It feels insincere. It feels like we're trying on a shoe that doesn't fit, like a Louis Vuitton that's like three sizes too small, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't fit no matter how much you want it to. So stop trying to do what everyone else is doing and really figure out what brings you joy. I mean, I can't tell you, Heather, how many times my team comes to me and says, hey, Carrie, you know, we should probably do this. We should do this. And I'll be like, no, I don't want to. Nope, that doesn't sound like me. Nope, nice <laughs> idea. And then there's other times I go back and say, you know what? I said no to that too soon. I should have explored that. Let's go back and look. So I would say those are the three things like really know and love all of who you are and tr don't try to be anything that you're not know exactly who you're talking to and why you're talking to them. So there is this authenticity, auth authentic conversation that can show up on all your platforms. And then just literally like stop looking at what everyone else is doing. You know, we can learn from people. We can absolutely model some things that work, but when we're just copying each other because something works for someone else and it just doesn't feel good, it's impossible to be authentic. It creates insanity. It really it's does. Insanity. <laughs> like, yes. Just like if you're wearing the two small shoes, like you're going to go crazy. You're going to. Right. No, they're going to hurt like a B-I-T-C-H, right? They are going to hurt. And you're like, but don't I look pretty? You're like, no, right. it looks like they're going to fall off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen it. <laughs> uh, well, Carrie, thank you so much for sharing your brilliance with us and just who you are. I, again, am so thrilled and excited to actually have people have the opportunity to meet you in person and hear from you on the stage. In the meantime, how can people connect with you? Where should they go to follow you on social? Tell us where to plug in to Carrie Murphy. I would love to. Um, on Instagram, head over to Inspired Living TV, and we put out great content to inspire you in your life and your business. And you know, so much of your success is who you surround yourself with. So find a tribe that will like inspire you. And so that's definitely what we're committed to. And then the website is InspiredLiving.tv, like television, and we put out interviews with some incredible. Um, leaders and entrepreneurs. We have other programs and content. And of course, we have the on-camera training that we're known for. If you're looking at overcoming that fear of putting yourself out there, that is exactly how we can help you out. And so would love to connect with you on social and Facebook, same, just Carrie Murphy. Put, put, put the name in and there you should go. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We're excited to see you in March and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Heather, thanks so much. Thank
Thank you for listening to this episode of the She Leads Me podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share with your fellow female leaders and consider leaving us a five-star review. Also be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to get the latest information in the She Leads Me community. See you next time.